welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hello, it is Vicki and you are listening to the I'm Jealous podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, on this week's episode, we are going to talk about... Uh, content marketing. So social media and content marketing. I actually um, recorded this episode while I was in Banff for the weekend for my husband's birthday. But then I got home and I listened to it and the sound quality was so shitty that I just did not feel right putting it out. So I'm re-recording it. I I don't usually re-record my episode, so I feel kind of torn about it, but I just hated the sound quality and I would just feel bad for you to listen and be like, oh, barf, that's not good. So yes, I'm re-recording it. Hopefully I don't forget anything that I wanted to say um, and I can give you all of the good stuff because I actually have some really good information that I'm really happy and excited to share. Um, And yeah, I'll give a little bit of an update on the business, where things are at, Um, with that and it's actually something that I'm going to be sharing via email because I did set up that email list like I mentioned last time I got my email marketing set up and I have um, a subscriber list so I will be sharing all of the details on what happened with my fabric and some more pictures and stuff like that on my email list so if you haven't subscribed yet please do so please go to nikedo.com n-k-e-d-o.com and register for our vip waitlist which will put you on our email list and i will share everything with you about what's been going on in the business and some extra pictures some more behind the scenes stuff and i also share them in my story so <clears throat> this will also kind of go into what I learned this past week, which has been life-changing. But yeah, so I've been sharing more of that stuff in my stories, and you can see kind of what's been going on with the business that way too. Um, Another little bit of housekeeping that I wanted to mention is that before, and I mean, I say before, like I've been doing this forever, but I mean in the past, <laughs> um, I used to record longer episodes and I think I'm going to start to shorten my episode. So I've been listening to some really short podcasts, like 10, 15 minuters, and honestly, I don't love them. I love my long podcasts. Um, I'm a big fan of podcasts and usually the ones I listen to are always like an hour in length. But I think it makes more sense for me just where I'm at with everything to try to keep them around half an hour. So just so that I don't get overwhelmed with everything and also so that I leave you guys wanting more. So then hopefully you will subscribe to my email list. You will follow me on Instagram and Facebook and we can interact more that way. Um, Or you can always shoot me an email. I love to chat. So please email me anytime at imjealouspodcast.com and we can or what is it it's i'm jealous podcast at gmail.com yeah that's right (laughs) um and we can connect that way too so if these episodes aren't enough or if you want more detail on anything please just reach out and we can chat more that way i honestly would give my telephone number over like the fucking podcast but i think that's probably crazy so i'm not going to however if you reach out to me i probably will so we can talk about whatever is going on um in your life with your business with your career um and yeah just touch base that way too so with all that said we are going to dive into today's episode all about social media and content marketing so Because I am kind of re-recording this episode, I'm going to try to just do this one time straight through, no breaks. Um, So you might notice that this is a little bit different format. It's not going to be like this normally. Normally, I will have my regular format. It's just this re-recording thing. Um, And Banff was great, by the way. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent, but I needed a little bit of a getaway. And even though, like I live in Calgary, Banff is like an hour away and it's right in the mountains. It's so beautiful. We did not do much. I mean, we are not like hikers or skiers or snowboarders or anything like that. Um, It was more so just to kind of get away from home, be in a hotel room, you know, eat good food and spend some like time together. I felt a little bit bad because I did spend some time working. I didn't bring my laptop, but that did not stop me from getting a lot done on my cell phone. And, 
you know, I think my husband was just happy that we were not at home and we were together. So we were kind of doing something. Um, So it was really good. It was good to just do something and even just the long drive and being together. And he's really, really, really into music. So I think for him, being able to listen to music with me next to him is like heaven for him. So um, he was happy with that. It was his birthday. So I was just trying to be as present as possible. But at the same time, I had so many things on my mind of things that I wanted to do and all the stuff that I learned. So you know, I was glad to do it. I was glad to get away. Um, I did feel really um, recharged. It felt really good. It really did. So, I mean, if it's something that you're considering, Banff is wonderful. And it's, I mean, it was kind of expensive, to be honest with you. But I don't know. When there's nowhere for you to really go, we didn't really feel right about flying at this point. Um, so it's, it's a drive away and it's beautiful and it felt good. So we're already thinking about the next thing that we're going to do. We're thinking we're going to go to Edmonton, which is also super close. Um, and just like go to West Edmonton mall or something like that. And, you know, just to get away and spend some time together. So we're hoping to do that when it warms up here a little bit. Um, and my friend, my girlfriend actually was telling me about, um, a concert that she's going to in Vegas in May. So I'm optimistic that things are going to get better with the coronavirus and it might be possible for us to go Um, but I also want to do a lot of other traveling too so it's hard for me to decide what the one thing is that I'm going to do because obviously money's tight I'm starting a business and I put all of my money into the business Um, so I don't have a bunch of extra money to play around with and then at the same time just in terms of my time, when I think about taking off a lot of time off of work and my business to do something, I think I just want to do it once and do it right. And I've been really wanting to have like a family vacation with my siblings. Um, We never really had a family vacation. So it would just be amazing if we could just have that time together where we could go away somewhere and just spend a lot of quality time together um, with my siblings, spouses, you know, bring some friends, throw those guys in there too. Um, so I'm hoping to do something like that this year. I mean, it's been a rough couple of years. So I think, I think that's really what I want to do. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, like I said, it was just so good to get away and it just gets you thinking of all the other places you want to go and traveling you want to do. I've always, I haven't traveled very much, but it's something that is front of mind like oh I really want to go to Italy I love baking I want to go to France I want there's so many places I want to go I want to go to Costa Rica um but yeah time money the pandemic everything just kind of getting in the way so you know I'm praying that one day I'll be able to go to all those places and I also pray that I will have friends in all of those places so that's the other thing and I was thinking about this when I was sending out my email list is that you know I really want to connect with you so I listen to podcasts and I know they say that all the time but this is like legit I want to actually know people everywhere so if you are listening and you are from you know I don't know Dallas Texas I would love to know someone in Dallas and then it's like hey you know there are very cheap flights to Dallas and I know this girl in Dallas let me just go down there for you know a few days so yeah I'm on a tangent. (laughs) I'm really on a tangent. And I said I was going to keep this episode short. So let's just get right to it. Um, The reason why I wanted to have today's episode be about social media and content marketing is because I was touched by a friggin' angel this past week. Um, I randomly... So I knew I needed help with social media. I was getting super overwhelmed. I had big goals for the new year and I was like, okay, I'm going to post every day either to my main grid or feed, whatever the frick you call it, um, on Instagram, or I'm going to do a story every day. I'm going to post something. And I said that for the new year and I have actually been able to do it except for when I was super sick, potentially with COVID. I don't know. I didn't get tested. Um, So that was the only time that I did not post was that time that I was super, super sick. And that was only, I want to say, for a day that I didn't post that I missed. Um, But yeah, so I was just feeling like I wasn't really quite sure what to post, when to post. And I was just having a lot of like 
not great feelings about the whole thing and feeling like, okay, I'm putting in all of this effort and how do I even know if I'm doing the right thing or if I'm going to see any kind of a return? And so I just knew I needed help. And so I started looking online for different people that I could connect with and talk to that would be able to provide me with some social media strategy and support in general. So I looked, I want to say I looked on Instagram, I followed a couple of um, small businesses um, and I was thinking about connecting with them, but there was just something that held me back. And then I ended up looking on Kijiji. I reached out to a few people there. Um, For anyone who's not Canadian, Kijiji is like Canadian's Craigslist. It's like a Canadian version of Craigslist. So you can like post listings and ads and stuff like that primarily locally so these would all be people that are local here in Calgary Um, and I saw I reached out to a few I saw one and I reached out to I'm not even sure what it was that made me reach out at that point but I checked out the website her ad was definitely more professional than some of the other ones that were on Kijiji so that was probably part of the reason why I reached out Um, I reached out she emailed me back like right away and she was just like yeah you know let's set up a call so we can just have a chat and kind of go over you know what you're kind of looking for and you can tell me a little bit about your business so we had a call I set up the call um I believe it was during my lunch hour so it was like a really quick like 15 minute chat um and she was lovely she was so nice um her name is Yana Her company is JJ Media. I'm going to put all of this information in the description for today's episode. Um, And yeah, just right off the bat, we totally hit it off. The fact that she set up um, this quick discovery call just to make sure that we were kind of like a fit, I really appreciated that. And then also when we were talking, she was very, I don't know, she was, it was just a lot easier than, oh, because you know what? I think it was that we had set up a call and she missed the call or I missed the call, something like that. We missed each other. And normally when something like that happens, it's like, oh my God, this is like, you know, unprofessional. I feel so bad. I feel so guilty or vice versa. Right. But I just didn't feel that with her. It just felt very much like, a, oh, you know, shit got, you know, some things crossed. I'm sorry. I feel so bad. Da, da, da. And then I don't know, it just made things feel a lot more like a friendship and you probably aren't supposed to do business like this, but it just made things feel easier for me. And I am a very like heart-led type of person where if it feels good, I tend to gravitate towards it and it did feel right. And so it felt like, okay, I like this. I feel comfortable with this. So we set up a time to and even before that, she sent me um, a quote on all of her services and, <clears throat> excuse me, for one month of her um, being my social media manager would be between like 400 and $500. And that's for her to post on two different channels, posting, I believe it's like every other day, um, providing information and strategy, and then also ideas on um, <clears throat> different content to post. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she gave me all of that information. I was like, okay, this is great. Um, can we start off by just doing um, a, a call? A call where we go through strategy. You can kind of assess my current situation and just give me some direction. And then we can go from there. Because honestly, <clears throat> Because I don't have a lot of money, I feel like it's really important that I try to do as much as possible on my own right now. And then hopefully once I start selling and hopefully earning some money, then I can start to outsource some of the things that are harder for me or more time consuming. So knowing that, I knew that I needed her help, but I probably wasn't going to be able to pay to have her do everything for me. So I thought it would be better if she just taught me some stuff and then I could kind of execute it on my own. So we set up this Zoom call and it's, a, oh my God, I mean, I'm sorry, there's so much to say about this. Maybe this is going to be, I hope it's not going to be more than half an hour. Um, so we set up the Zoom call, but prior to that, um, for the free label incubator program, um, you they have grant funding. 
in order to get the grant, you have to submit um, an application and tell them why you need the money and what you're going to use it on. One of the things that I said I needed the money for was to do my photo session. And my first round of photography for my brand, once I have the samples and all of that stuff. And I said that, okay, I'm thinking that I'm going to spend like $500. Actually, I think I even said, I think I said I was going to spend $1,000 on my photography. um, Because I've received quotes from multiple different photographers. And $1,000 seemed pretty honestly modest like a lot of the photographers were more than that for half a days of half a day of shooting so I was like okay a thousand dollars and that's what I'm gonna do and the feedback that I got from the people at the free label free label incubator program was that that is way too much money for me to be spending on my photography I need to spend a lot less they weren't going to approve it so I was freaking out I probably cried um And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to figure out this photography thing and find a way to get the price down. So one of the things that they suggested um, was that I reach out to people in my network and see if they know someone who could do it for an introductory offer or, you know, a friends and family discount, something like that, to bring the cost down to $300, okay? Which to me seemed laughable. I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to get nice professional photography for $300. So, but I was like, you know what? This is what they told me to do. This is the only money they're going to give me. So I need to figure this out. I reached out to a few people, um, people that I met through Buttercream's small shop chat night, which I've talked about before. So Candice is my mentor and business coach. She owns Buttercream Clothing Company, and she set up this local kind of women's group for entrepreneurs. So I reached out to that group. I got a couple of different recommendations. And so I reached out to those photographers. Both of them ended up being amazing. And I also reached out to Yana with JJ Media, this woman that I'm talking about. And this was before we had our face-to-face Zoom call. I was just like, hey, you know, I'm working on this thing right now. Do you happen to know any photographers who would be open to working with me for my first brand photo shoot for a very, very small budget? I think I said itty-bitty budget. And she got back to me. She was like, yeah, I think I know someone. Let me just reach out to him and see if he would be willing. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I'm on Instagram. I get followed by this random guy and I'm just like, I don't know who this fucking guy is. So I didn't even think about it. But then I was like, well, let me check out this guy's profile. So I look at it and turns out he's a photographer. So I'm like, whoa, this is like the world telling me that I am on the right path here. (laughs) Okay. So here I am thinking that the universe is just making all of these things happen in my favor. And I'm thinking I've manifested this photographer into my fucking Instagram. This is what I'm thinking. So I messaged this guy on Instagram and I legit said that. I was like, I don't know how you found me, but I'm pretty sure I manifested you (laughs) because I need a photographer and, you know, I have a really small budget, but, you know, I'm hoping we can build a long-term relationship and da 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 yada yada. And he was super open to it. And he's like, okay, well, how many, you know, how many pictures were you looking for? And did you want to do a full day shoot and all just asking me a bunch of questions and then of course he asked for my budget and I told him and he was like yeah I think we can probably work within that budget so I was so so happy I was so 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 happy and then I have my meeting with Yana and then <laughs> Yana goes oh yeah so you know the photographer Nico and I was like oh that's the photographer. You were the reason why he added me on on Instagram. So technically, I did not really manifest him. It was because I reached out to Yana, Yana reached out to Nico, and then Nico reached out to me by following me, right? So I don't know the whole thing, though, because as soon as she told me the photographer's name and I realized that, oh, she was the reason why Nico followed me, I was just like, I burst out laughing. I was like, Yana, legit, I thought I manifested this photographer. And she's like, oh no, I totally get it. I would have thought the exact same thing. (laughs) I was like, okay, so she gets my crazy. She totally gets my level of crazy. And so just from there, and we talked about that right at the beginning. So from there, I just felt like completely at ease. 
we had our zoom session i think i booked it for two hours we talked for about an hour and a half um and yeah it was just the most like revelatory hour and a half that i have ever experienced like i don't i don't know what else to say like it was so amazing like one she personally has created a following on instagram and not just on instagram she's also done this on tiktok and she's done it for herself personally and she's also done it for other brands that she's represented um but at the same time she's also working a nine-to-five job and she's also the child of immigrants so it's just like all of these things just made me feel like okay she actually really gets me she understands me and oh that's the other thing so she is so beautiful but she was like oh yeah like I'm not like your typical influencer blogger. And I'm thinking, girl, yeah, you are. You're fucking like perfect. And excuse me, I'm like swallowed a frog or something. But the fact that she didn't see that, it just made me feel more like, okay, she's just a real person who has insecurities, who, who doesn't see herself the way that maybe you or me would see her and I don't know why I just felt so much more connected with her because of that because sometimes you meet people where it's like they are very surface level and you don't really know if there's anything else going on underneath and I've had some friends like that too where it's like no matter how long I've known them or all the things that they've shared with me I've just never felt like I really got underneath that, like, I don't know, like a veneer, like there's something there, right? And with her, I felt like there wasn't that at all. And I remember when I met my best friend, Janelle, it was a very similar thing where it was like, we didn't know each other very long, but right away, I just felt like, okay, no, I know her. Like, I just know her. And I think that's how I felt about Yana too, which made the whole experience in working with her and going over my business and strategy stuff, it made it all feel just so good and easy and exciting and yeah, just good. So prior to our meeting, she asked me to send her um, all of these documents just about like my brand voice, you know, my vision my values blah 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 all of this stuff so I put all of it together because I did have all of those documents that I'd worked on last year it had been a little while since I reviewed them so I reviewed everything I sent them off to her she reviewed them too she made a bunch of notes she came oh my god she came up with this beautiful oh my goodness I fucking love this girl she came up with this beautiful like mood board of like my brand colors which is something I've been I've done like I have a mood board that I did in Canva but she put it together so much more beautifully (laughs) and with more different colors that were still in my same like color family that I wanted Um, and then she also put together um, a Pinterest mood board of like the vibe that she was thinking would be a good representation of me and my brand just on based on what I'd shared with her Um, So she put that together for me. She also came up with fonts. She came up with a whole bunch of stuff um, and sent it to me too. So I've got that all now. Um, But not only that, she also showed me how she did it. And I think that was the point that really changed things for me was that to me, it always seemed like I am not a creative person. Like I would never call myself a creative person, but when I met with her and I saw kind of how her brain was working because she was talking to me and at the same time sharing her screen and kind of showing me what she was looking at and there are certain things that she did that I just could never do there's just no way I could do it like we went and like visited different people's Instagram pages and she would be like okay this person's vibe is like X like oh this person's vibe is edgy this person's vibe is young this person's vibe is this or that and to me I can't really just see that right away um but she's able to like look at the just the pictures and the reels and stuff that's shared that way and then also read the captions and then very quickly 
come up with who that person or brand is. And that's something that I still can't really do. But she was able to do that for me. And because of that, I feel like I'm getting better at assessing that. So she was able to say to me, okay, someone like this probably wouldn't be the right person for you to connect with on Instagram or have you reach out to them as an influencer because they're not really on brand for you, right? And she was able to tell me why. That's something that I'm still trying to work on. But I did understand what she was saying is like, my vision for my business, there is a certain level of like realism there and like, not super refined, like simple, but not perfect. And I think the flaws in myself are things that I want to explore and talk about. And I want to be open about that. So I don't want it to come across as like, oh, we are, we are a perfect brand and we do everything like perfect. Like, I don't want that. I want to show some of the messy, right? Um, And I also want to talk about all of the experiences that I've had that have shaped my life and they have not been perfect experiences. They've been pretty like shitty experiences and I want that to be represented somewhere, right? So, oh, oh, she said so many amazing things and I'm going to try to just stick to the big ones. One of the things that I thought that was really important was that she said that you and your brand voice, it's going to come across in the captions. So I don't know where I read it, but in the past I had heard that you should not have long captions, period, end of story. No one reads them, don't have long captions. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to have long captions anymore. So I started making my captions smaller and smaller, saying less and less. And what she said to me is like, you've got to find a way to balance that out. So yeah, you can have some captions that are just like, oh, this is just a fun pic of me and my dog. Like you don't really have to go into detail on anything when it's just a whatever picture, right? But she's also like, there are going to be times when it's important for you to share your story, what it is that you're thinking about. You know, if you're struggling with something that day, you know, whatever it is, write that in a caption. And she said that when people are spending time on your page or on your feed or whatever, reading your caption, that that does get, I don't know, recorded. I don't know how Instagram works, but the algorithm picks that up and they see that engagement like, oh, okay, there are people actually spending time on this post, which means that people are engaging with it. So that is going to kind of rank higher, right? So that was one thing that she said that made me think differently, like, okay, I can have longer captions sometimes and it's not a bad thing because I did used to think it was a bad thing. Um, The other thing is that she said that everything is content. And for some reason, that just struck a nerve with me. Everything is content. And it was just like, when she said that, I was like, oh, and I was like, everything is content? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you just need to think about things differently. She's like, you know, one of her Instagram pages is all about food. So it's like a food blog type of thing and like visiting different places in Calgary and stuff like that. So she's like, I will um, take a picture of what I'm having for breakfast, my coffee, whatever. I'll share that in my stories. And she's like, everything that you do is content your thoughts your you know interactions all of that stuff can be content so instead of you trying to like you know come up with different ways to dance to a trendy song you can just literally share what is going on in your life and that is content and I think in the past I kind of struggled with that where it's like okay how much do I want to share? How personal do I want to get? You know, at the end of the day, anyone can Google this and then this is my brand, my business. And I want to make sure that I'm not putting too much out there that I, you know, am doing anything that I might later regret. Um, And what she said to me on that was that don't share anything that you would not share with a coworker. Okay. And all of us, I think, have different like levels of you know 
comfort when it comes to being open with our coworkers. I mean, me personally, I have some coworkers that I am pretty open with and I have some that I I do just have kind of like surface level relationships with. But at the end of the day, I there are a lot of things I would not share with my coworkers. Um because it's important that they, you know, have a certain level of kind of like respect for me. So when she said that, it did give me a better understanding of where to draw the line because sharing things in terms of my upbringing and like, you know, my family circumstances growing up, um, sharing stuff about what I've struggled with with entrepreneurship or what I've struggled with in my accounting career and stuff like that, I would have no problem sharing that with a coworker. Um, I probably would not go into detail about a lot of the struggles I've had like in my marriage, probably not, right? And I wouldn't talk about that with a coworker, so I'm not going to put that, you know, on Instagram or on social media. And I think having that as kind of like a guidepost was really, really helpful to me. So that was another gem that she dropped on me. And there was so, so much more. Um, The other thing that she brought up too was that she said, going to my website versus looking at my Instagram page, she was like, it does not represent your brand, your Instagram And it's important that when people do go to my Instagram, that they get the vibe of the brand. So they need to go there and it's like them stepping into a store. They need to feel all the feels that they would have if they went into my store where it's like, okay, these are the colors. This is the music. This is the smell. Like, what is your store like? And if your Instagram page does not represent that, you need to change something. And so I was like, oh my God, yes, I know that. I know that. But I just didn't know how to do that. So we went and we lo- I gave her um, some of the brands that I follow that I really like their aesthetic and I kind of like what they've done with their Instagram feed and or page, sorry. And so... She kind of took me through those and was kind of pointing out things that I did not notice. So I just look at an Instagram page and I'm like, okay, this is nice. I like this. I don't go into detail as to why do I like this, but she made me look at it where it's like, okay, you are liking this because one, there is a clear color story going on here. All of the pictures are cohesive and the pictures being cohesive is something that you can do by using presets. So presets in Adobe Lightroom will make sure that all of your pictures have like this, I don't know, what is that word? Sapia? You know, that kind of like tone, right? And you can also do that using the Instagram filters too. You don't have to use Lightroom. Um, But she was saying Lightroom, which you can download for free, but it does take some time to learn. Um, You can set things up very detailed as to like, okay, I want the extra shading or whatever. And then you can just copy your pictures in there and then it will automatically change your picture so that it has that specific shading that you want. And then all of your pictures will kind of have the same feel so that it looks like they were all taken with the same kind of camera lens, right? So... She said that to me, and then she also said the other thing that I was looking at but maybe didn't really understand why I liked it was that there was like uh, like quotes and memes. Like there was not just a whole bunch of product pictures because that's one thing that when I go to a brand page and I see nothing but product photos, to me that's kind of like a turnoff. Like, okay, I... If I just wanted to see pictures of your clothes, I could just go to your website. Like I'm trying to get more from you than that. Um, So what she was saying is that you can have your product photos or in my case, until I get my product photos, it would be like, you know, styling stuff with me in my pants, in my home. Um, And I'm going to have to touch on that, but it's okay. I'll get back to that. But she said that it's important that, I have that, photos of the product, and then also have photos of other things as well. I can have quotes, 
I can have memes, I can have um, reels. Um, so it will be pictures of the pants, pictures of me, Vicky, wearing the pants or other people wearing the pants. And then it can also be um, reels or discussions or whatever quotes about entrepreneurship. So that's another thing. Um, and then I can also have memes. So the memes will be more like pop culture stuff. She was like, you can follow like um, extra or e-talk or whatever and get images that you can use for your Instagram page and you can make a meme out of that in Canva. Um, I'm realizing that I'm almost at my half an hour mark, but she just said so many amazing things. Um, so the other thing too that I wanted to make sure to talk about, yes, get everything set up and she showed me how to do it by using Canva and then also Pinterest. Um, we did it together and one of the brands that I really, really love um, has this like one square in Instagram that they have for their quotes and stuff right and it's like a kind of weird kind of tie-dye shit you can go to her Instagram it's Mary Young um, she has her own lingerie company she's had it for a long time it's a really cool vibe and I just I really enjoy her and her brand um, so there's this one post that they use when they have quotes and it was so crazy so then Yana goes to me we can we can do that like we can totally do that and I was like okay yeah okay and she's like no we can do that so then we go into Canva she pulls up the exact same one my mind was blown so the same thing that they are using on Mary Young's Instagram which has like I don't know thousands and thousands of followers and I'm thinking okay this is like a professionally managed page uh they pay so much money they're working with ad executives and like all of this stuff no it's a canva like just a regular thing like oh if you want that we can do that but she's like but that doesn't really fit with your brand I was like no I know it doesn't I like it on her I like it for her but she's like you can have the same thing the same idea and we can create something different for you that also fits that you can use when you want to have some sort of a quote and she's like and if you're not sure what kind of a quote you can go on to Pinterest um, you can just search um, quotes about entrepreneurship quotes about womanhood quotes about having a bad day and we did this together and it just showed me like oh my god there's so much out there and then she put everything together um and now I have access to it like it's pretty amazing that she did this within the span of like an hour um put everything together but she was also like you can't just have like well you can if you want to but she's like you might want to think about having like other things so that it's not just you know deep quotes and fucking pictures of me and my pants like you know put other things in there like what she said about pop culture and memes and creating my own memes or she's like you can just take funny memes from pinterest and then repost them on your instagram you know something that ties back to um your brand and what you stand for she's like you can totally do that and i was like oh my god i never thought about that and i think that's one thing where it's like i don't know if it's coming from cpa and how strict they are about plagiarism and stuff like that where I just get so like oh my god I have to think of all this original stuff and I can't copy anything that anyone else has done where it's like in real life you can copy shit if something looks good on that person's page you can put the exact same thing on your page put a little twist on it put your name on it and you're good to go like it's totally fine and watching her do it it made a lot more sense where it's like, if this represents you and you are giving that person credit and you're not stealing someone's thing, then that's totally fine for you to repost something that you like. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, Yana. Um, and the other thing um, that she said, because I wasn't really sure, and that was one of the things I was really, really interested in talking to her about in terms of my branding. Oh, oh pants I mean 
This whole thing started because I'm a tall woman. I couldn't find pants during the pandemic for work. And I was like, okay, I've had this struggle all my life and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to make pants for tall women and all women. And then I talked to other people and they're like, oh, you need to niche down and just focus on tall women. And I talked to other women who said, no, do not niche down. Um, You should have pants for everybody. Tall is too small of a market, yada, yada, yada. Talking to Yana... The way that she explained it, it was like, it was like me, but in a smart way. (laughs) It was like me, but smarter. So she was like, you know, from reading all of the documents that you sent me, it seems like inclusivity is one of the pillars of your brand. And I was like, yeah, it is. (laughs) She's like, okay. So knowing that, would it really make sense for you to only market to tall women I was like well no because I want to be inclusive and she's like yeah okay so okay so she's like you can actually focus on the frustrations of being a tall woman and have that as part of your discussion on inclusion so all of the ways that you've had a hard time finding pants can kind of be representative on how important it is to have more inclusive sizing and then that is why you do have more inclusive sizing right and so when she explained it like that to me it did feel like it was striking a balance between what I wanted to do in terms of not only focusing on tall women, but at the same, it is highlighting the fact that tall women can find an amazing fit with my brand. So that really felt good to me. And then the other thing too is that I, I mean, sexuality is an interesting thing. I, (laughs) I don't know. I met my husband when I was very young And we've been together forever. So I don't know in terms of labeling myself. The only thing that I do know is that the LGBTQIA plus movement, and it's not even a movement, just the whole thing is something that it's necessary to be part of my brand. It's something that I feel very strongly about, very passionately about. And so it's important for me that that is clear in my brand and from talking to Yana she was like that's another part of inclusion and inclusivity that you can talk about with your brand where you know there are quite a few tall trans women so that can be something that you discuss with your brand and it's something that represents me but also allows for a discussion and that's what I want as well. So we talked about that. It made me feel a lot better knowing that I can do the tall thing, but at the same time do not just the tall thing because I was struggling with that. Um, Yeah, I could go on and on forever about this, but I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to put all of her information in um, the description. I honestly, she doesn't even know that I have a podcast, but... (laughs) Honestly, if you are looking for any kind of help or anything, I would strongly, strongly recommend that you talk to her, reach out to her, DM her. Um, I'm going to be meeting with her again in a month's time. I'm thinking about actually asking her to be the creative director on my photo shoot, but obviously I don't have any money. And I feel very guilty about that because she, like, the work that she does is very 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 valuable to me and so I I don't know how I'm going to approach that situation where I feel like I would love it if she was able to help me with the photo shoot because just seeing how she put everything together in a way that was such a good representation of what was in my head and my heart it was just like oh my god if she could do that same thing with my photo shoot come on I'd be laughing so I'm thinking about how I'm going to talk to her about that or come or or just you know come up with more money I don't know I don't know at this point but I will definitely be working with her again I'm gonna set up even if she can't do the creative direction for my photo shoot I'm gonna set up another call with her 
in a month so hopefully right before we launch I want to see if she can give me more direction on how I can reach more people and also how I can figure out Facebook and Instagram ads so that's going to be the next thing that I talk to her about and I'm going to hopefully do that um, in March so that's everything that I have to talk about today for social media marketing and content creation. Um, I did have a discussion with her on TikTok and there is, there's so much more there. Um, we can talk about it again next time, maybe after my next uh, session with her, I'll have a longer special episode, maybe a two-part episode or something where we can get into all of the discussions and everything that she said. And as I said, if there's any questions that you have or you know suggestions, comments, whatever, please feel free to just shoot me an email or DM me on Instagram. I'm at Nikado underscore Fitz, N-K-E-D-O underscore F-I-T-S. Um, oh, and the other thing, I do want to talk about was that I was jealous this past week and I was jealous in the like the best and worst way at the same time so a friend of mine who might be listening (laughs) her name is Amanda hi Amanda (laughs) um she is the founder owner creator of Nicole and Rose so her Instagram is shop Nicole and Rose I will put that in the description as well um and she had an amazing amazing photo shoot so she is also launching her sustainable fashion brand it is beautiful if you go to her Instagram page you will be like like mouth open um and so she had her photo shoot just recently just this past week And when I saw how amazing the whole thing went, one, I was just so impressed. I was like, oh my God, the fact that someone that is like a real person who has a full-time job was able to create this, it just made me feel so inspired where it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It just made me feel so good. But then at the same time, you guys know I struggle with jealousy and I even told her in the moment, like, I'm so fucking jealous of you. But I did feel jealous and I immediately went into like a tailspin of like, oh my God, she's done so well. I have not done anything. I am hardcore fucking up. I hate all of my clothes. (laughs) So bad. I got in a fight with my husband over this. I was like, I hate everything. Everything looks awful. None of my stuff compares to hers. She is the best. I am the worst. So this lasted for like, not that long (laughs) it lasted for not that long but it was there and so I just wanted to like yeah be open and honest about it it sent me into a tailspin the good thing is though is that with things like jealousy what I've noticed is that you can let that jealousy make you have negative feelings about yourself and about the person that you're jealous of or you can use that to make you do more and so for me throughout this journey what I've been able to do is use some of that jealousy that I I often feel and I still haven't been able to stop myself from feeling it but but I've been able to use it to make me do something about it and so that's what I did so those feelings that I was having, they were real feelings. And there was a reason for me to feel that way. It was because I felt like she really did an amazing job. And I was like, how can I do that? How can I be more like her? What is missing from the stage that I'm at right now today and where I would like to be, which is where she is. And so I literally stayed up all night and on my whiteboard, I put down everything like that is missing, everything that's making me feel uncomfortable with my business right now things that I need to work on right now things that I need to talk to my pattern maker about the adjustments that are required the questions that I still had and a lot of the questions that I had too this is the good thing about having friends who you can talk to about this stuff is that I could just text her I texted Amanda and I was like hey I have a question about this and she is amazing. She just told me. <laughs> she was just like, oh, you have a question about fit testing? Let me tell you what I did. Oh, you have a question about photography? Let me tell you what I did. Like, the fact that I am open, I feel like the universe, whatever you want to call it, is also providing me with people who have that same, like, wanting to pay it forward. Like, 
we have no secrets here and your success is my success and I truly felt that with her where it's like we are all working our asses off and I only want success for her and I know that she feels the same way for me and so being able to have someone that I can talk to about this kind of stuff who's willing um, to share everything with me it was just so just so wonderful and so yes I I was jealous this week hardcore jealous but on the positive note I was also so happy and had all the feels and so inspired by this person who I feel lucky to call my friend um so yeah you kind of you take it both ways (laughs) just make sure that the jealousy just doesn't get you down um and doesn't turn you into like you know a terrible person (laughs) so okay I think that's all that I have for my jelly segment that was really the only oh and I still have more to say but I'm going to cut it off I said I was going to try to keep this short and we will talk again next week and I just remembered that we are supposed to have our quote of the week and obviously based on everything that I've said I think you can guess what the quote of the week is going to be the quote is Everything is content provided by the one and only my new social media marketing content guru, Yana. I need to practice how to say her last name. It's going to be in the description. I want to say it's Haveska. Haveska. I'll have to practice it, like I said. But like the everything is content. Everything is content. That is the quote that I'm leaving you with this week. And hopefully you can use it to stay inspired so that you can think about things differently. It's opened my mind. It really has. So I'm hoping that it will do the same for you. Um, Everything is content. So no matter what it is that you're doing, if you're playing with your dog if you're having a bad day that is content so feel free to share that oh and i'm just gonna get on another tangent but everybody is also flawed so that was the other thing that yana and i talked about it was like a therapy session but people who are posting on social media i used to think that okay these people obviously they like themselves um but she's like, no, <laughs> that's, that's not true. We have the same hangups as you ha- have, but we just post anyway. So I was like, oh, okay. So that's it. Anyways, I'm not going to keep going. Okay, that's it now. For real. Bye. Thanks for listening.